0: Welcome to From The Spot, the first podcast to condone beating the fuck out of fans when they try to riot at home.
1: Welcome to From The Spot, the first podcast to ask you, are you ready to battle the league, Arsenal? Fuck! Fuck!
0: I think you meant personal. Yeah. So let's jump into this bit, Eddie, because we have so much to talk about. We're catching up here on the footy, and the Seagulls have totally shit on the Gunners. Uh, three goals to nil to put uh, Arsenal four points behind Manchester City. Manchester City with a game in hand. Okay. Uh, almost effectively wrapping up the the league. Um, Eddie, before we go through the, you know, overall talk here, um, le- let me ask you, man, 19-year-old Julio Enciso, who impresses again for Brighton, do you expect him to stay long-term at Brighton, or do you see him moving to La Liga sometime soon to, you know, a team that can compete for the, with the top four more consistently?
1: I don't know, David. It's it's such an interesting topic to me. Because, okay, maybe outside of McAllister, who's going to be the highest dude in demand from Brighton, part of me really wants this core to stay together to see what if they have one more run in them, you know? But... Obviously, like, certain players are going to want to move on. And, you know, when it comes to me and players getting their bag, um, I will always support them. But it kind of reminds me of of Ajax. Um, You know, you kind of wanted that team that they had to stay together one more time, give it one more go. So, um, Antiso... Okay, and Cecil and Matoma probably stay. Garcedo and McAllister probably go. Although yeah. um, 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 I would see a team like drop 80 million on on um, Matoma and like not be surprised. You know? Uh
0: that's definitely fair and every day, they have fifty eight points only having played thirty four games. That's two games in hand on Spurs. So in theory, they could be a point behind once they catch up. Um, maybe the, the guaranteed European playing time will keep them there. But um, Eddie, bigger picture thing is, what do you think went wrong with Arsenal? Like they were in the lead, you know, um, and I'm going to give you the stat actually, mm-hmm. because I think four is back, So if you don't follow the Premier League long enough uh, to realize Arsenal got the nickname for for a while because they would always manage to sneak in and forth for a Champions League spot um, without really impressing much. But Eddie, the number four has come back to haunt them. There's only one team to lead the league at the halfway mark to end up not winning the league. And that's Arsenal who have done it a total of four times. <laughs> so Eddie, what are your thoughts on that? Like what do you think went wrong with them?
1: Um the obvious and simple answer, Saliba, but th- there's more to it. Um the midfield depth, um, you know, Granit's up there, party's not in great form. It seems like if Martin Odegaard can't pull them out of the fire sometimes. No one can. Um, but uh, honestly, David, to me, it's the fact that the players in Manchester City have won the league, and no one on Arsenal besides Zinchenko and Jesus, who are former City players, have like it. It takes real experience to win the league, and remember. I, it's been a while since we recorded. Remember, like, three weeks ago when they had back-to-back draws and you were kind of like, oh, shit, oh, like, this leak is over, but then yesterday just confirmed it, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I, I feel that, man. But um, <clears throat> I'm trying to find the exact quote. I can't find it. Um, But... After the match, Aaron Ramsdale says something around the lines of, we didn't expect it to be this difficult in terms of the run-in because there were crews sailing earlier in the season. Eddie, do you think mentality is the real thing to blame here?
1: No, yeah. Well, look, um, and not to squeeze too much basketball into today's pod, but I, I am in playoff mode. Uh, but a, a couple years ago, the Phoenix Suns had the Dallas Mavericks up three games to one, and Luka Doncic, former Real Madrid basketball player, said everybody talks um, when they're up, meaning everybody finds it easy to, to talk some shit when you're winning. But, I mean, it, it it's definitely cool to be top of the league week six, week seven, but, I mean, once you get to the late 20s or early 30s that's all business and if you can't handle your business teams like Manchester City like maybe even the Newcastle are going to sneak up on you because they don't stop thinking the way they do from from week 1 to week 38 and I mean but David I mean like okay so just to bring up your squad, Manchester United, right? Um, right. Things, things have obviously been different without um, uh, Lita Martinez and Rafael Varan. So sometimes it is just part of the drop-off from Saliba to Rob Holding. Because, I mean, he was holding yeah. totally close- he was holding Holland that one day, but it uh, that they played City, but it did, it didn't fucking matter. It's like he wasn't even there,
0: right? He just got like shoved out of the way. But Eddie, let's not ignore you know another exciting piece of the Premier League, which is the bottom half of the Premier League.
1: Oh my god! With
0: Nottingham Forest on thirty four points with two games left, so they're nearly safe. But Everton have thirty two. Leeds 31, Leicester 30, and Southampton confirmed relegated. Have 24. Um, Eddie, before we talk about the team still alive, Southampton is basically James Ward-Prowse and Theo Walcott with nine other shit players.
1: Okay, and I'm I'm so glad you bring up Southampton, David. Here's why. David, wasn't it last season that Ralph Hassenhudel got beat 9-0 for the second time in his Southampton career? Yes. Yet he somehow kept them up. And at the time that he was fired, weren't they 18th? Which, if you're going to be in the relegation zone, 18th is the spot you want to be in because it's the spot closest to getting out. That's correct. So... I I I don't understand why they fired him. Like I um, I know I know it's a new regime but he obviously like had the year of the players because to lose 9-0 twice and still not be relegated then you're doing something right, aren't you?
0: I would think so and the replacements haven't been any better in fact they've been worse. So I mean, I, I just feel bad for James ward he um in this whole situation. I shared with you that he's been at the club since he was eight. Yeah. And now he captained into a relegation. Granted, it wasn't all his fault in, in his defense. He scored tons of free kicks. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm hoping – a piece of me hopes that a uh, mid to upper – uh, level club sign him so he doesn't have to play in the championships because I think he's a great player. But something tells me he's gonna want to captain Southampton back.
1: Okay. Uh question then. Let, um, let's, let's put our, our proverbial money where our proverbial mouth is. You go first. Uh what percentage of you think she stays out of a hundred, obviously. Forty. I that, do. That's exactly what I was thinking. So, um, yesterday, um, you had asked me where do you see him going, and I said Villa, yeah. But my, Villa. my, my, my first instinct was Tottenham, but I wouldn't want to wish Tottenham on anybody right now.
0: Oh, I don't know. I can looking at the clubs right now that look relatively safe or like that are safe. I'd say Crystal Palace or Bournemouth, going going on them.
1: He would he would add something that both clubs really really need. Part of or, me, part of me sees him being more successful at Bournemouth than Palace, though I don't know why.
0: Or Eddie. How about a Burnley or Michael Carrick's Meadows, bro?
1: Hmm. You, you know... By the way, shout out to Vincent Company. He was a Centurion uh, as a player for Man City and now a Centurion as a manager for Burnley. Yeah. So... I, I I could see him doing great work at Burnley and just like being like, "Okay boys, take this pass, go shoot. Don't care if he scores, just fucking take the shot." <laughs> I don't know. But Burnley Burnley or Bournemouth for for JWP, um but part of me thinks that <laughs> Daniel Levy will be like, this will get people off my case. Let me throw a whole bunch of money at
0: them. <laughs> that would be amazing. And Eddie, why don't we talk about another thing that's amazing, which is Everton's battle with Leeds and Leicester of these three teams are, who are the two that you think are going to join Southampton and being relegated?
1: I hate myself that I'm going to say this for various reasons. Um, but last year Everton was saved because Burnley was so shit, and this year Everton may be safe because Leicester and Leeds are so shit, like absolute, just horrible football teams right now. And the the sad thing is, is that both Leicester and Leeds have good footballers, so I don't, I don't quite get it. Well, Leicester. I kind of do, because you trusted Brendan Rodgers, and if you trust Brendan Rodgers, then you kind of deserve to be relegated, but Leeds Leeds don't deserve this.
0: Well, it's going to be a battle, that's for sure, Eddie, but I don't want to dedicate way too much time to the Premier League, Eddie, because I know you're celebrating a little something with Barcelona being La Liga champions. How does it feel, Eddie? Being a champion of the Liga,
1: uh, it it feels good to to get a monkey off of our back. Um, uh, it, it had been three to four seasons without a league title. Uh, David, I, I want the fans to do something for me. Um, the way I knew we were gonna win it all yesterday. Um, it's gonna sound like a cheap answer, but there's a point to it it kind of came full circle. Our first goal of the season was Gunde to Lewandowski on kind of like a a shallow cross into the box and the exact same play happened yesterday for the first goal and I told my dad I was like that's the goal from week 1 dude like we we've, we've got this in the bag. And okay. I'm 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 honestly upset as scored too. It was so weird. They waited till the seventy fifth minute to show up and play. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we had already scored. Four.
0: It's too late now.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but,
0: so how do you feel causing a riot because of winning the title in your, uh, what is it, the noisy neighbor's backyard? Um,
1: I'm, I'm, I can fully feel good saying this because uh, nobody was hurt really. Except for some idiot fans, but I—I I told you I loved it because, um, I—I I wanted to take the piss out of someone, and uh, it just—it happened to be them. <laughs> I—I I, I, do—I do feel bad for Xiaomi though, because he was kind of like, "Come on, come on, like let's go celebrate in the changing room with it," and then we were like, "No, fuck that shit. We're gonna celebrate here.
0: Damn. The fucking cojones in Barcelona. So Barcelona, 14 points ahead of Real Madrid. There's, uh, you know, four more games to play. Eddie, is this an exciting win for you, or is it more like just crossing one off the list?
1: Well, um, it's definitely exciting because... I'm. I honestly expected to repeat as um, as Copa del Rey champions. I I'd be a liar if I said I expected to win the Champions League. I, I didn't. But once we fell to to uh Europa, um, I kind of felt like we had a chance to win it. Uh, you guys showed us the door, so that hey, kind of hey. disappointed me. So we uh. Xavi's boys needed a trophy more than just the Super Cup, so I'm I'm, I'm glad we got one.
0: Right, fair enough. And, Eddie, do you want to know who else is glad that Barcelona got a trophy? Who? Yang. Oh, my God. You know why? Because
1: he, he gets a winner's medal? Because
0: he gets his first league title uh, with Barcelona after his move to Chelsea in January. You and, don't <laughs> and, do you want to hear the stat? Give it to me. Give it to me. He had one appearance all season. He played for eight minutes.
1: And that was on match day one. Campeones, campeones. Ole, ole, ole. 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 <laughs> Shout out to Pierre Everett doing the heavy lifting for a for league title. <laughs> but, yeah. hey, so does Hector Bellerin get one then? I mean, same thing. He left in January. He he played more than eight minutes, so I imagine he would.
0: Yeah, he's a champion. He's a league champion with, with Barcelona about all his...
1: <sighs> Okay. All right. Question then. Question. And uh, I'm mostly asking this so I can bring up Busquets. Uh, but technically, Piquet chose to retire at, at midseason to help the club financially and then to totally get eviscerated by Shakira. But anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, he played more than eight minutes. Uh, he was club captain before he retired. Who who gets to lift the trophy next weekend, him or Busquets?
0: I'd imagine Busquets. I mean, but I would all... I also can't not picture Pika saying, Nope, I've got the bigger dick. I will (laughs) unretire and I will lift this
1: trophy. (laughs) What if Pika just looks at at Busquette and goes, Boosie, do you own the Kings League? No, you don't. (laughs) I do. I can
0: He's just gonna drop his pants. That's right? Him. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past him.
1: But um, honestly, honestly, uh, uh Segundo Busquets, uh, thank you so much. You uh, you mean so much to this club. Um, as much of a diver as you were, like no one played the position quite like you. <laughs> uh, um, I uh, even still at thirty four, like. Most of the time, I felt comfortable with you, like in in front of the back four and uh, distributing the ball and uh, breaking up play and being a bit of a nuisance because when you would fall over, like it would piss people off. But fuck it, like you're my guy, Um, David. Um, a lot of people are saying that he's leaving, so Messi can return. I don't buy it, especially if Busquets. Ends up in Saudi Arabia. I see Messi in Saudi Arabia alongside him. What do you think?
0: I really hope he doesn't. I don't want Messi to go to Saudi Arabia. I don't mm-hmm. want Busquets either, in a way. I would rather see, honestly, Busquets go to... Um, Probably some MLS team, to be honest. Wait,
1: wait, wait. and also if if we have any listen, listeners in Netherlands or the Low Countries, um, uh, do you, could you see him in the in the Eredivisie?
0: Oh, I would be interested in that answer because I mean, I would. I'm just concerned about Busquets' pace more than anything. Yeah. So that's the thing. Uh, so maybe Serie A.
1: True, Maybe. but that's just a way for me to shoehorn in here that uh, Feyenoord won a, a league title, uh, number 16, and uh, they they won 3 0. They totally destroyed the team in front of them, so uh, good for them. Shout out to Feyenoord,
0: uh, shout out to them, but Eddie, let me ask you a really important question to kind of wrap up our. League talks here. Would you pay about $300 for nosebleed seats to watch a friendly between Barcelona and Arsenal?
1: I'm definitely thinking about it, uh, especially because I want to take my dad. Uh, but at, at this moment in time, uh, 70 30% no, because that's fucking ridiculous.
0: Well, does it feel more ridiculous if I tell you I have way better seats for the United-Wrexham game and I only pay 75 bucks per ticket?
1: Uh, yeah, fucking asshole. Especially
0: if I'm not Fuck that price gouging. But, um, Eddie, let's talk about the one competition that is not going to price gouge us until at least twenty thirty two, the Champions League. Um, Eddie, Inter Milan hold a nil with uh, a lead over Milan. AC Milan. Uh, they're at the time of recording. They're going to play tomorrow. Who do you think it's a foregone conclusion? Basically.
1: Ah, uh, actually, um, no, um, and here's why. Uh, his name is Rafael Leal. Like he could just tear through defenses. Um, so if if he plays, uh, Milan have a chance, even if they don't get an early goal. If he doesn't play, then yeah, it's over. But but if. If Leal gets minutes, then as long as Milan keep it at 2-0, they have a chance. All right. And the the other tie,
0: any Man City versus Real Madrid. Uh, Man City getting a 1-1 draw at the Bernabeu. Uh, who do you think takes
1: this one? Um... Uh... I want Real Madrid to win just because fuck city. But part of me thinks that City is ready to 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 take that step. Um so I'm 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 scared. I'm scared for football. Um I'm, I'm scared that we won't have one of our best memes anymore. Um I'm hoping um Pep plays Ederson as his number 9. <laughs> just for fucking <laughs> for the bad. Um, but no, City look ready to win this. But honestly, I'm I'm hoping like Luka Modric just just hits a banger early and breaks their heart and just takes over. Just does what yeah. does what Luka Modric does, you know.
0: If um if Vinicius scores a brace against Real Madrid, does that put him in balloon Or I'm sorry, against Manchester City for Real Madrid? Is that what I said? Uh, anyway, now I'm just confused. But Vinny, Vinny Junior, let's say he scores a brace uh, for Real Madrid against City. Does that put him in Ballon d'Or talk?
1: Um. Well, let's see. Uh Copa del Rey. Um, getting Madrid to a champion. I would say so. Yeah, and um. Look, it's time that we look at Vinny Jr. the same way we look at Holland and Mbappe. He's at their level. He deserves to be in that conversation. So, yes. For me, it would. Yeah.
0: Um, How does it make you feel that Barcelona fans chanted, Die Vinicius, during celebrations?
1: That's, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me just fuck this whole thing up for you, Eddie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not something Eddie would chant. That's not something the From the Spot Boys would chant um, at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get it, but it's fucked up. I, I mean, but we did throw a pink head at Figo, so...
0: <laughs> That's true. I mean, I, I guess I can't expect anything less from Barcelona fans. But Eddie, let's say City do get through. I mean, I have my doubts the City would get through. This kind of set up to look like a dramatic Real Madrid win, you know, like they normally do in the Champions League under Ancelotti. Like it, it just just looks to me like a just a backyard kind of thing for Real Madrid. Like they're they're going to feel at home. Going into this tie at one one away from home. A but, question,
1: David? Um, uh-huh. Does does Rudiger pick up Holland in the tunnel and just be like, "You're fucking going nowhere. Like you and me were staying. <laughs> you and me were staying right here."
0: I think he picks him up and puts him in his pocket, then and there. That's <laughs> like, what I hey, think.
1: Hey, um uh, Holland, just hop in my pocket real quick.
0: Just do me the favor and do it right now.
1: Well <laughs> uh. I, I I haven't seen somebody fucking uh defensively like that in so long. He, he was literally like putting his head between his arms, fucking
0: uh. <laughs> <He's> just <laughs> being annoying as shit. <laughs> you,
1: you know what I said Holden tried to do to Holland? A few weeks ago, and it didn't work. Yeah. Rudiger did it, and, and it fucking worked.
0: Because Rudiger knows how to be annoying, and that's the whole point. Like, you want to get in his head. And, like, you see his stupid running he does sometimes.
1: <laughs> he probably, he probably <laughs> asked Holland, like, hey, Holland, which one of us runs stupider?
0: Right. Ugh. It's like running with his high like, kicks and shit, all weird. Uh, but. but <laughs> hey, that's Rudiger. Fuck it.
1: Hey, um, David. Since we're talking uh, European competitions, let me let me ask you: um, M- Mourinho's Roma or Xavi Alonso's Leverkusen? Oh,
0: you know, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Roma for our boy Paulo Dybala, and because of the Manchester United ties with Jose Mourinho. Xavi Alonso has that history with Liverpool. Who, although I'll admit I have a Xavi Alonso shirt, I have it's a Bayern Munich uh, in the long sleeve. Ooh! Can't sense. can't condone, can't condone
1: Liverpool behavior. Uh, um, I have I have a strange allegiance to Jose uh, Mourinho. I I, I'd have to pick Roma, just barely like. I I believe the tie is one one right now, so maybe a one 0 and um and they'll park the bus, but hey, I'm I mean getting a run in in the Europa League is doing wonders for um Xavi Alonso's managerial career. Um just do that man the favor and hope he doesn't end up at Spurs.
0: <laughs> I think he'll end up at Liverpool if anything. But um uh, <laughs> Eddie, let's uh, talk about some other other news, some other really exciting news, and honestly, some of the news that I was looking forward to really bringing up. Eddie, let's talk about the magical return of a Loco Bielsa. Oh, my it's God. It's been announced as the new coach for Ottawa. Um He's taking over today until uh, at least the end of the 2026 World Cup. Um the quote from Twitter on Twitter, uh, from the association, is, "Our public demands gameplay and emotions. The time has arrived."
1: Oh, well, how
0: does that feel? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I,
1: I'm you're gonna get gameplay and you you're, you're gonna get emotions. Um, David, don't you just feel like you wish that maybe. Suarez and Cavani were like five years younger, like just oh. like just so those two guys could be his forwards.
0: That would be amazing. I mean, uh, uh, they were five years younger with some of the current, like, uh, youngsters like three, giving them good balls in from the right,
1: or or Fede and um, uh, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for Uruguay because uh like to to have a, a guy as smart and also as crazy as Bielsa because 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 that's <laughs> that, that's why we call him el, el loco bielsa just because he's willing to send assistants into the bushes to fucking do, <laughs> right st- strategize um I'm I'm so excited David um does this make them favorites for next summer's Copa America in, in your eyes, or no? I think,
0: uh, I think in a sense, yes. If they can get uh, the right pieces to build on the squad that they have. Because, I mean, you got to keep in mind, Gavani is not going to be the same player. They're clearly not going to be able to call on Suarez. I mean, although he's having a bit of a renaissance in South America... Uh, in Brazil, I don't think he really has it out to continue at that level. No. So they got to depend a lot on Darwin Nunez, Belistri like you said, Araujo. Um, they <laughs> have great bro, pieces.
1: Bro, I totally forgot Darwin was removed away.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, we know he, I mean, uh, granted he plays for the enemy, but he can ball. He can honestly ball.
1: Um, uh, um as long as he's calm, he can ball. Like as soon as he gets excited, like that shit's going over the bar or <laughs> like seven feet wide.
0: <laughs> I mean uh Valverde. You know Valverde should as long as he continues good form, we know for sure he's gonna make an impact. Jose Maria Jimenez can be a leader, I think.
1: Yeah but uh, so yeah, there, no, there's
0: pieces uh, man there's pieces i think uh, what, what you you don't think they will be
1: I mean. i'm i'm hoping so uh, because look um as much as we all love brazil and and and, and argentina like udiwy are like the ogs <laughs> they were the first world champions uh, they were the first south american team to win too so i I'd, I'd like to see them get another trophy if I remember correctly they won Copa America twenty eleven i I think that was their last major honor and that was like Fortlan Avil i think
0: I think sir you're right
1: yeah. Uh, 2007 was brazil and venezuela where was 2011 yeah
0: to 20, it was 2011 though i won right what w- yep. what country hosted uh, um, let me see copa america was in argentina
1: oh, okay Yeah. because yeah.
0: the final was in buenos
1: aires Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, no, uh I I I think they have a shot and I mean like you wouldn't put it past Bielsa to play 3-3-5-2 a three, a, a three, in a fucking Copa America semifinal just to be like fuck it, let's see what happens.
0: Right. Now, he's at least you would know if they make it to a final, they're going to win that final. Oh,
1: uh, uh, yeah.
0: And it, another managerial change um but is it Pocatino? He's now or at least uh, I'm not sure if it's been officially announced by Chelsea. I just know it's been announced that they've got um the deal wrapped up. It's um, you know his arrival in the summer or at least when the season's over. Do you think Chelsea are right back into the mix of winning something uh, now that Pocatino is gonna be at the helm?
1: I think I'm gonna say only thirty percent, depending on who he's allowed to move on and who he can actually move on, because I I don't know if um, a other teams will take uh, players from Chelsea. A just to fuck with Chelsea and B those contracts are so long, and although I do feel that Todd Bowley is learning to. Shut the fuck up and stay away and let football people d- do their thing. Don't you just see him getting over excited and being like, "Actually, no, I want you to keep him and him and him." And then it being like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Like from, from from Pochettino's standpoint, you know.
0: Yeah, fair, but um, uh, I. I've got to say, Eddie, you're right that if Boli stays out of the way, uh, we're all in danger, at least in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, even like right now, have a pretty good squad. Like a ton of other really good players out on loan. Uh, if they can get Lukaku Lukaku to buy into an, the idea that Pochettino has and he keeps fit, they're going to have a dangerous striker.
1: Uh, let's be honest. I, I mean, and I'm I'm not saying he's weak minded or any anything of that nature, but don't don't you think Lukaku would have like a genuine fear of going back to the bridge?
0: I mean, but who else to? refine him and take him to the next level. Don't forget, Pochettino's is the manager that took Spurs to a Champions League final. Yeah,
1: yeah. true. But, uh, David, um, we can't talk about the subject and not mention it. Um, Tottenham and Chelsea are kind of rivals. Are, are, are you surprised to see Pochettino um, cross that divide?
0: I actually am. Um, you know, I'm really surprised because I didn't think he would do that based on his you know, long-term relationship with Spurs. Uh, I thought he would go to La Liga somewhere. Um, if he did return to the Premier League, it would have been with you know a top team. Uh, well, I guess he did go back to a top team, but not in London, I should say. Uh, yeah. Maybe like Manchester or United. Um, when Pep left, returned with City, something like that. Definitely not Chelsea.
1: And also, Pochettino has stated before that um, he would never uh, manage Barcelona because he did play for um, Espanyol, and he does feel some sort of loyalty to them. So you figure that it might have been the same thing with Spurs, but um, I guess not.
0: (laughs) I guess fuck Spurs. (laughs) Just like everybody else, right?
1: Fuck Spurs. Um, um, oh. I, I honestly think he's so pissed at Levy that, that that's why he did it.
0: Does he get back at him? Watch him, like, not make uh, much of an impact at Chelsea. He just makes sure they're always above Spurs.
1: And, um, right, that that would be crazy. But, honestly, I have a question, and I believe I know the answer. But, do you think Pochettino can convince Harry to also cross that same divide?
0: Honestly, I think he could. And, you know, I'm glad he asked this question. Because it's going to end up transitioning really well, Eddie. Um, but it's a interesting thought. Because what's the talk about Chelsea is how they're missing that one striker that can make a difference. Uh, Kane should, in theory, be available this summer. And who who better to convince him than the manager that helped him find his way in Mauricio Pogatino?
1: Maybe. Uh, just maybe. I I do think Harry's a bit too loyal to Spurs, but who knows? Maybe uh, Daddy Todd opens up the checkbook one more time. <laughs>
0: Hey, I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, uh, Harry Kane's overdue a paycheck. But um, let's talk, Eddie, I mentioned this to you earlier today. Uh, well, not too much earlier, but earlier enough, three signings that we feel our club could make to um, really make an impact for next season. Do you have your three signings ready?
1: Um. I have two ready, uh, so I'll just come up with the third on the fly. And you're definitely going to call me out for one of them, just because I've talked shit about this player before.
0: All right. All right. Um, well, let let me go first so that I can cap on you later. Um, okay. So My three were um, Harry Kane, which you know why I was concerned with po- Pochettino's pool. I think uh, he's the perfect striker. He drops back in that 10 roll like Weghurst has been asked, but Kerry Kane's actually good at it. So, if, you know, he comes on, uh, it's really going to help the attack click. Uh, David Raya, because David De Gea has been shedding the bed. I know he's going to be the Golden Glove winner, but that doesn't mean shit when you're dropping points off uh, soft ass shots. And uh, number three would be Declan Rice. Uh, he can help cover and foil over that defense. We know Licha Martinez likes to bombard forward, so he can slide into the center back role uh, quite seamlessly, and it won't be a chore for him. So, Eddie, what about your three?
1: Um, The first one's obvious. I don't think it'll happen, but I'm duty sworn to say it. Um, Lionel Messi, uh, for obvious reasons, Um. Number two, Sorry. and this is the one that you're gonna cap on before. Um, I don't think Frankie's ready for the CDM role. Um, he's better equipped. Uh, to play just off to the right. Um, I love Cassie, and I feel like he's a good CDM. I just don't think Xavi sees it. So I'm going to say J- Jorginho. And... Uh, <laughs> uh, I hate myself for it. saying that shit. And...
0: Uh, uh, I, if I'm Arsenal and you're at Barcelona and you're like, hey, where we want to get Jorginho, I'd be dropping that foot like it's hot on you. i like, there you go.
1: Um, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like Xavi can improve him and... David, I can't think of a third, so I'll I'll give you this. Um, and some Barca fans may hate me for it. What if, um, we convince Xavi that he's not worth it, and convince him to sell Dembélé? Oof, C-
0: I think. Well, he's kinda of limited, so you would have to hold PS three take him. I don't think he would go to the Premier League. Um, it's too physical for him. So well, Bayern or PS3 are bust.
1: Well, it, it it's just because Xavi has like this boner for Dembele that like sometimes Dembele will play really, really well and you're like I can see why Xavi has a boner for him. And then you know to quote Catuso, sometimes maybe shit, and it's like, why the <laughs> fuck is this guy at my club? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what you get with Dembele though. Like you guys paid a shit ton of money, and that's the real problem: is how much money you mm-hmm. paid for him. So you have to make it
1: work. Um, I mean, I mean, look, I'm I'm just doing this to fucking give you an alley oop, but it it kind of feels like Dembele's or Paul Pogba.
0: Well, in a way, but you also had Cotinho, so I don't feel as bad for it. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I'm. I just wanted you to mention Pogba's injury. Really, this is why I'm mentioning it.
0: Man, yeah, but I gotta say, fuck Pogba. Nah, no, not really. But Popov was now injured for a whole year, and he came back to play. Um, uh, this last weekend lasted not even the 20 minutes, and he was out injured. Again, um, he has a lesion in his quad. I think is what I read. So that's a tear, basically. So he's out for the rest of the season. Um, Eddie, do you think Pop Pogba is going to end up going from you know uh, a player once considered world class to just another? What could have been, kind of player?
1: He's French Gareth Bale, uh, except you know France won a World Cup, <laughs> but he's he he's French Gareth Bale. <laughs> like his prime yeah. is riddled with injuries, and w- we're all just gonna wonder like what could have been. Um, except, um, people give Pogba more shit for his haircuts than what he could actually do on a on a football pitch. Um. David, can I pop you real quick? Sure. Uh, guess what I saw on Twitter this weekend. What do you see? Um, I saw a tweet from Apple TV, um, the home of Ted Lasso, and guess what the tweet said. What did it say? They are so desperate for subscriptions for their MLS pass or whatever that they're willing to give people one free month from now till the end of the season. It's a 10 year deal, David. No. How, How are they already giving away one free month, bro? It's been like eight weeks and it's an absolute failure.
0: That's a, I said it from the beginning. It's a terrible idea. So good luck to them again. Um, I think they didn't realize, you know, the sport here hasn't really grown the way they think it has, at least not domestically. Um, even, like, most people that are into the sport, hardcore, they're more into the foreign of footy, since it's a lot better. It's higher quality.
1: Yeah, no, like...
0: We just don't have it here.
1: Like, like if La Liga were on Apple TV, like, I'd pay that subscription. If the Premier League were on Apple TV, I I'd pay that subscription. But maybe even say, Ah. But I, uh... but you couldn't even get us to watch MLS when it was on cable. Mm-hmm. Now you, you want can't me even to pay extra money.
0: No, you can't even get me to watch it for free when I'm out out somewhere. Yeah, but, right.
1: Um... Like. like <laughs> Like, you and me go to a bar, and it's like, oh, the Colorado Rapids are playing uh, Cincinnati FC or whatever. We're not fucking watching
0: that. Can you switch that to the game? What game? Any other game.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Any other game. I'll fucking watch competitive darts over that shit. That's right.
0: um, Eddie, how about you give us our South American update here? I want to make sure we give... You know our, you know, Boca Juniors, Independiente, uh, news as much time as possible here without cutting you off too early. So why don't you take it away?
1: Okay, um, I will start with Independiente just to uh, talk shit about my team. Uh, at the end, uh, David. So um, Independiente de Avellaneda. They are one of Argentina's uh, biggest clubs, um, they are a seven time Copa Libertadores winner. So, uh, if you're doing the straight comparison of Champions League to Copa Libertadores, they're fucking they're ace a lot. They, they both have seven, All right? So, right. big club, huge club. Um, may in my mind, it, it maybe goes. Boca, River, San Lorenzo and then maybe independiente. So I c I can't express enough how how huge uh, they are uh to uh Argentina football. Uh David, they're in deep shit. Uh to put it lightly. Uh they're they're facing um administration really, honestly. Um Damn. So this guy named Fabian Doman, who, um, became the club's president, uh, a while, a couple years ago, um, he's a big TV star in South America and a huge Independiente fan. Uh, he knew the president of the club wasn't super popular, so he ran against him and won in a landslide. And then two months into the job, David, um he had to quit because the uh the club is in such disarray that 60 days give or take and he was like I I, I, I can't do this so um i, I want to give a shout out to uh Independiente fans who are like literally like running collections at at the game and asking for donations to to save mm-hmm. their club um Los de Independiente, soy soy de Boca, pero los Los Apoyo Club. a lot of people, David, are saying that the, the country's current vice president is to blame. Uh, because he was part of the board and I think a former president of the club. And uh, Argentina's economy is in total shit. So I'm not, I'm not fully uh, surprised to say that if he is truly responsible for this mess, um, I'm, I I can see why Argentina's uh, economy is shit as well. Um, but, yeah, David, um, so, <clears throat> uh, for example, really quick, just to give you an example, um there was a midfielder, Gonzalo Verón, who played for them in, in between 2018-2019. Right. And the club owed him wages, and so he, he took the club to court, and he won uh, a, a $5 million U.S. dollar lawsuit. And then the club basically told him, like, hey, bro, like we know you sued us, and we owe you $5 million. But we can't fucking pay you. So, <laughs> I, so I don't think he's ever going to see that money. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> like, Independiente is in, in the shitter. And they have a huge fan base. It's really one of those like neighborhood clubs that hit it big. So I, I hope they do better. Uh, Quickly, on to my club. Uh, two weeks ago, um they played their Super Classical. The one game of season I ask you to win, boys. The one game of season, and look, and look. I feel disgusting just saying this, but leave it a word better. We were on our way to a undeserved nil-nil draw. Like we were gonna draw and get a point, and I was gonna be able to Maybe not talk shit, but be like, you didn't fucking beat us, and we're shit. So uh, I, I guess, kind of maybe. The ref gave four <laughs> minutes of stoppage time. Ninety second minute, we give away a fucking dumb penalty, and of course, um, of course they scored, of course they scored, um, and um. If I were being fair to Boca, it's still unclear who started it, but I'm gonna go ahead and blame Chiquito Romero. He starts this, like <laughs> a brawl like like a legit like, fucking punches thrown brawl, um and it was it was embarrassing. Um, they took the penalty at like the ninety fourth minute uh, and. Things didn't come down till the 109th. So that's, that's letting you know how long that brawl lasted.
0: They're pedastles.
1: Uh, and uh, fucking uh, three players got red cards and uh, my captain got sent off. But yet this past weekend we somehow won 2-0 with fucking three suspensions The shit. So <laughs> I, I, I don't fucking the fuck understand. The book away. Yeah, but hey, um, at least we're decent Copa Libertadores. So get your shit together, boys. I'm keeping an eye on you, and uh, I still love you. Uh, you're my first love. um never betray you, but get your shit together. Fuck.
0: <laughs> Damn, I feel that, Eddie. I feel that. But with that said, Eddie, how about you just might as well throw your
1: last words. Okay. Um. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Uh, David and I would obviously love to record uh, more regularly, but hey, we're here. We're always going to be here. Uh, David, I love you. Follow us on social media. There's a link tree in the description. Click it, follow, comment, rate, subscribe. Talk care to us. Don't give a fuck. Uh, love you all. Take care.
0: Yes, and exactly what you said. Much love to you and to everybody else. Uh, make sure you follow the link tree. Make sure you share us. Keep the growth going. We got a shit ton of listens last time. Make sure it keeps going so we can keep this bitch going. Um,